0: Flying Casual is brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Andy Dugan, David Bush, Rob Patsky, Jory Webb, Kelly Breckner, Nate Edison, and Wes Anderson. May the Force be with you.
1: You're listening to Flying Casual,
2: a Star Wars podcast. Here's
3: your host, Michael Canterbury
0: star wars fam casual fam welcome to our sixth installment of the casual council i am your host michael canterbury join with me the lovely holly holly welcome to the sixth installment of casual council here we are here we are our num our numbers are dwindling holly and that's not because we've lost council members we've actually had to deploy nearly half of our council out into the outer rim to attest to some uh, we're not really sure at the moment we'll find out soon
1: that's classified information michael
0: could be blurgs could be i don't know what what it is that we're fighting out there but we had to send half of the jedi council which is concerning if we lose half the council i don't know what we're gonna do
1: (laughs) i think it'll be fine but why i don't think that we would have sent them out to attack blurgs
0: no even if the blurgs were possessed with the dark side
1: (laughs) can you imagine blurgs possessed with the dark side no the mandalorians would would have to rope them in they would be our only hope
0: let's hope they don't run into the mandalorians or we're gonna have some trouble we may be missing then permanently half of our council but who we do have with us is our very own luke elder luke how you doing my friend no blurg attacking for you tonight you are inside
3: yeah you guys are making me want to pop in some uh uh, Ewok movie <laughs> DVDs. Let's go. They're sitting over there Ugh. in the drawer. I'm looking at the drawer. I hear him calling out, City. <laughs> "Blurg City."
1: Blurg City.
3: Well,
0: Holly, now that I know that Luke has physical copies of the Ewok films, we might have to borrow those for trivia trials. We'll see.
1: I have never seen a single Ewok film.
0: Okay. Well, Luke, I I may be over later to borrow those so we can- Watch Party. Watch Party. That's what I'm talking about. And we may actually have to mail those copies out to our competitors so they can also watch the films. Um, But our other council member who we have with us, Jory- uh, also inside tonight, uh, but Jory's been facing a lot of a lot of problems with storms. Holly, you know, it's looking like actually um, a Camino, where where Jory's been up 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 in that state up north. Uh, Jory, can you hear us?
4: I can, I can, Mike. How's it going? How
0: you doing, buddy? It's good here. It's drier here, but you've been facing some storms up there. I right hear.
4: Yeah, we were talking earlier. It's like it's either a drought or. Uh, hurricane, like it's there's no in between, so it's it's been pretty crazy.
0: No one, I think, wants to live on Camino, other than the Kaminoans. Did I did I get that right? Caminoans. Yeah. yeah so I would there. say that. That's what I'm talking about. Owners. There's owners. Depends on how big your pocketbook is. Pocket is. If if there's a Star Wars phrasing, that's it it's Dex
1: (laughs) I mean I was gonna say but I thought Jory was gonna say
0: that's okay you got it to him first also phrasing Softball. Um, just t- just tossing phrasing softballs here on the sixth installment of the casual council and folks that's it literally we, uh, that's who we have right now Rob aka Kylo Ren may be making an appearance I think he's running a little late but I do want to get to Rob's Star Wars story this is his first council session you may recall that Rob hopped in at the book club did not read the book but still had some good things to say but luckily this one Holly you do not have to have read a Star Wars novel you just Pretty much, bring what you got.
1: That's right. No homework was required for this. No one.
0: homework was required. We do typically require our Jedi Masters to go out there and do some homework every once in a
1: while. You know, we are forever learning.
0: Amen.
1: Lifetime learners that is here. A,
0: that's a nice life lesson, there, Holly. So, who knows, guys? Rob may show up. Kylo Ren may show up. Um, we'll see what happens. But our other Knights are occupied at this moment, and hopefully, they'll be reporting in sooner. We're in deep, in deep, 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 deep Holly.
1: Big problems. Big
0: problems. Folks, so we're going to get Rob's story when he comes in here. But, Holly, I read an interesting article today from Screen Rant. Screen Rant, I think, is the only media outlet right now even talking about Star Wars. Tell me more. Tell you more? Well, here's the thing. They actually did a ranking of Star Wars in a way that I never have really thought about Star Wars. Usually, you rank Star Wars. You're like, that's my favorite movie. That's my favorite lightsaber scene. In this article, they actually ranked the movies 1 through 12 – as the best climax or the best kind of ending to a movie, which I thought was pretty unique,
1: not as boring as my favorite movie, <laughs> which we've done so slam Everyone on us has
0: done. Uh, but folks, I'm gonna tell you right here, right now, there's not gonna be any Star Wars episode two hate in this installment of Casual Council um, because we don't hate the movie and we love it, especially <laughs> that ending. So uh, Holly, you mind pulling up that article really quick?
1: I don't. So, um,
0: yeah, so you have 20 open tabs on your phone. I don't know if you can actually find I
1: know. It. My most recent one was about Mrs. Dalloway, so I, give me I, one Mrs. second. Mrs.
0: Doubtfire? Mrs.
1: Dalloway? I'm
0: not sure. Is this embarrassing?
1: Michael doesn't know who Virginia Woolf is.
0: Guys, I I live a simple life, okay? If it's not Star Wars, it's landscaping. If it's not landscaping, <laughs> I'm probably sitting on the couch playing Episode I uh, Racer on the That's PS4. That's Well, enlighten me, Holly. I'm Dalloway. I mean, should this is something I should know?
1: Just a character in a Virginia Woolf novel. Okay. Okay. Fun fact. Yeah. Earlier, we're like sitting here, like getting ready, and I got like a Facebook notification. I'm like, what's this? My AP Lit teacher from uh, senior year of high school tagged me in a post. Okay. He said. Was talking about Virginia Woolf's Mrs. Dalloway with my wife. The movie The Hours came up, and I was reminded about my AP Lit class in 2008-2009. The amount of tears shed watching that in class, it was a high percentage. Can anyone confirm?
0: Well, the fact, Holly, that you were in high school in 2008-2009 concerns (laughs) me one. Probably going to have to confirm that age here soon. But uh, it's also impressive that they remember you. I can only imagine if I went to my day, hey, it's Michael Carey, Like, Who? (laughs) <laughs> were you either the nerd, the guy in orchestra, or the guy talking about Star Wars? Who, who are you again? I don't, I don't recall you.
1: I was just a really good student, Michael. Well,
0: that must be nice. Uh, Jory, you look like you were a good student. I mean, would, would your high school teachers recognize you at this point? Uh,
4: they do, but I also went to a school. I think my graduating class is like uh, 89, and Damn. I live in the same town as all my old <laughs> high school teachers. So, And I used to coach at the school. So, yeah, okay. I know all of them. Still see them. To this day, but uh but that yeah, it's a little bit different of situation over here. Well guys and and being a good student, um, I was not as good of a student as I should have been. I got really good grades, but I should have been way better student than I was. I was a very I still to this day, kind of procrastination is (laughs) is not not the answer.
0: That's okay, man. I mean you got a lot on your plate and it but it Holly, I'm finding out that maybe I'm just not a valued member of my community. Is that is that what I'm hearing?
1: I don't think that that's what you heard
0: that's not what i heard no okay luke would you're in you year about my age exactly uh no we're not twins i know you know people mistake us often wow just a couple handsome guys there Are you guys twins uh actually no we're not twins but luke would, would your high school teachers recognize that handsome face
3: yes but probably only because my mom uh worked at the school Damn. up until uh like a month ago and she retired so okay (laughs) they would kind of just know me through that probably but you'd have Uh, the long locks back then right i mean you were high and tight no the yeah no the hair's been in different phases Mm. uh so i don't know if they'd recognize me on on site but uh the name they would get i think the elder
0: wand the elder Wand, maybe they may know luke for his love of lord of the rings that's for sure but different podcast luke different (laughs) podcast Uh, Holly, but okay, so you, you erased what appeared to be 20 tabs on your phone and okay. you actually pulled <laughs> up the article. So I now did. we're on topic.
1: Okay, again. now we're on the right movie. Okay,
0: we're on the right movie. So we got 12 movies, Holly. I mean, we're including solo. We're including Rogue One. We're including all the Skywalker saga.
1: And you know, I read through this. We'll go through the list by yeah. to get your guys' opinions because this is interesting. Come I read on. through it and I was like, no. I think okay. like the yeah. entire list. I was like, nah. Well, this
0: is gonna be an interesting discussion.
1: <laughs> Not my list.
0: Not my Whatever. Sure. President, Star Uh Wars, Luke Skywalker, whatever you want to say. All the above. Absolutely. So we have 12 movies. They even include the Clone Wars movie from 2008, which was interesting. And it just so happens to grace the number 12 spot, Ollie. Which is the the worst ending. The worst ending.
1: Okay. So their reasoning is Dooku and Anakin get into a duel, which is fun. Yeah. While Ahsoka delivers Rhoda the Hutt to Jabba. Yeah. The whole movie is forgettable from start to finish well, yeah
0: and so you, you gotta realize that you need some context because it was I, I i was there in 2008 i remember walking out of the mount vernon premiere theaters and being like what the hell just happened what did i see should it be expecting more? Jabba the Hutt has a baby? Like, what the hell is going on? Uh, Luke, I believe you also saw the film back in the day, and without any understanding that there was going to be a Clone Wars or that this was going to make more sense. In the movie alone, walking out of that theater, what were your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking now it, it was an interesting choice to launch it as a movie and then go into the series. When the yeah. movie was really just like three episodes of the tv show or four maybe shown you know without interruption in a row and i'm curious now like i understand they wanted to kind of create buzz and then say and then continue to follow this on on tv yeah but it it took some time for them to get their feet under them i think it's into like season two and really season three where the series really like finds its feet and, and becomes the Clone Wars that we're all nuts about. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it maybe would have been interesting if they built up to, like, doing most of the first season and then do the movie sort of as the season finale yeah, almost. Absolutely. That might have been an interesting way to go about it.
0: That's kind of what we wanted out of the Clone Wars, right? We, we've seen the last four episodes was the the Mandalorian arc. And, uh, it, I mean, that was more theatrical than I think what we saw in the theaters in 2008 with the ending of the clone wars. Um, so that would totally make sense. Jory. How about you, man? Were were, were you, here's the other thing. Luke and Jory were also pretty cool back in this time. So I don't know if Jory actually was going, you know, to a theater to watch a nerd film that was animated. If he was, I'm assuming he was alone and told his friends, I'm going to see, I don't know, the Godfather or something. Jory, were you at the theater watching this thing?
4: I was not in the theater watching it. Um, we've talked about this before. It's just—it was a time of—I wasn't really into Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I've watched it since. I um, kind of struggled through it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of how I'm struggling a little bit with the beginning of Clone Wars right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but But uh, but no, it, it, I get what they're saying. But I still think it serves a purpose. You yeah. know, I think that it's it's a decent movie. Um, not something that I you know I. I guess I, you know, once again, with this list, I, you know, we haven't really had time to really go over what, you know, our list would be. And I think it's fair to say it, it could be lower in the list. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can't say, oh, it's definitely the worst.
0: Yeah. And it's good, though, that you it's at the beginning of Clone Wars because you probably watched a couple episodes of Clone Wars, which is probably 40 minutes worth of Clone Wars. And then all of a sudden the movie hits. So you kind of got a, a, a nice like unfiltered look at the movie itself and can probably judge it kind of on its own which is good that's good mm-hmm. and 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 yeah so maybe the purpose was to get it out there that Star Wars was coming out in a different in a different way right cuz 2008 yeah i was in college but like i don't, i mean yeah i was on youtube and stuff like that but it's not like like facebook was as a, at its infancy like there wasn't a whole lot of like online presence to say like hey star wars is something different now it's like let's you know it probably didn't cost a lot to make that couple of episodes into a movie and let's just spit it out in the theater so people know that star wars is here
4: yeah i mean wasn't MySpace hopping with star wars oh
0: buddy i had a top eight list or vivo i don't even know what vivo Vivo. probably is that the music video stuff because i was into that stuff
4: wait no i'm thinking of bebo or b I don't know. There was another one that was really pretty off the wall that it lasted probably about six months and then just died. So,
0: Well, Holly was on Zanga, I think, for a while,
4: right?
1: That's a blogging website. Oh,
0: okay. I was
1: not blogging about Star Wars in 2005. <laughs> no,
0: you were also one of those cool people. I think I was the one who wasn't cool in high school, so that's awesome Um, and it's continued on through my adult years which is fantastic so I think we all kind of agree that maybe that's not a bad placement I think Holly right how about you I think
1: that's probably like the one that I agreed with the most on this list because it says the whole movie is very forgettable I can't even tell you one thing that happens in that movie so I concur that is forgettable absolutely but also I wonder if that movie had like if they had done an animated Clone Wars movie today yeah I think it would have been different I think it would have been a lot different, and I think that probably it would have fell at a different spot. We don't really mm-hmm. have a lot of animated Star Wars movies yeah. that were released in theaters, so I would actually be kind of curious to see what they would do.
0: And, well, I hope they're not burned by this because the last four episodes of the Clone Wars were pretty epic and were more cinematic than this. Like we said, so I hope they're not burned by the fact that you know releasing an animated Star Wars movie may not be the best 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 move, but I think they can get away with it if they do it right. Mm-hmm. I watch
3: it. Make a Dark Disciple movie. Yes, maybe they will. Who
0: knows? Like, you know, stick to the book, obviously. And that's what I don't understand because it seems like Star Wars fans are are kind of like, well, we already got that story. But it's like, what about all the other fan, you know? groups like Lord of the Rings or like Harry Potter. Twilight. Like they had books too and they still got films about it so it's like why is it different? Were
1: they great films? Debatable.
0: Every single one of the Twilight films. Well I haven't even seen the last one so I don't know. I couldn't tell you.
1: I put Twilight on one time and Spidey I think Michael, monkey. right? Michael fell asleep in like two seconds. I and did. Then he was like, "We watched Twilight."
0: I absolutely <laughs> fell asleep, but yeah, I totally I still haven't seen that. So, uh, hey, we were finally joined by Kylo Ren himself, uh, Rob. <laughs> Welcome to the Casual Council.
5: <laughs> That's
2: okay.
0: That's okay. Um, we were just talking about. Um, we're gonna to get to, to your Star Wars story here in a second, but we might actually jump out of this discussion and get back to it. But we're looking at the um, ranking the films by their climax, like the finale kind of to the films. We were reading a Screen Rant article right now, looking at all 12 films, including the Clone Wars, including Rogue One, Solo, and, and it's ranked them um, from you know worst to greatest. And we're just at number 12 right now. So we just kind of started. We're gonna get back to that in a second, Holly. Yeah. Now we got Rob on here. It's a Saturday yeah, night. So. This is Rob's first casual council. It's a it's a small group tonight, Rob. So half the council we have sent to the unknown regions. Well, we don't know what they're battling. <laughs> could be blurgs. Could be who knows. Could could, could I, I don't know, Holly. We're not certain. That's why it's the Unknown regions. But uh, so small council tonight. But what we do with all of our newest Jedi Masters or Jedi Knights, I should say, um, is is get their Star Wars story. So you're a huge fan. It's obvious from our interactions, your social media. uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're a fan of Kylo Ren. Like, where did it start? (laughs) And what continues to drive that love to this
5: day? All right. So... You know, this goes back to me being 42. Let's this go. This is one of those things. I <laughs> mean so I'm a little, but I was born kind of when the new movie started. There's a lot of fireworks going on. It's kind of oh, the wow. in. He's in a war
2: zone. It's, yeah.
5: He's in the outer it's, region. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to sound like Gavin 4 here in a minute. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. That's crazy. So to come outside because actually my dog was flipping out so you know it's it's crazy. Yeah hey, that's but, okay. All right so back to it. So when I first actually I started out as a Star Trek okay person. You know my dad always watched Star Trek and it, I used to just always it was on regular shows. So yep. you know I got I loved Spock always a Kurt fan. I mean you can't who who could <laughs> hate Captain Kirk. You're like,
0: absolutely right yeah. nobody.
5: He's so suave. You know, he used to sit in that throne and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> people bring him drinks and stuff. He, he should have been wearing a pimpering. ring.
0: So, <laughs> Jesus.
5: so you know, that's where it kind of started. And then my friends started talking about Star Wars. So I said, you know, I asked my dad, I was like, what's Star Wars about? He he said he was, it's kind of sci-fi, yeah. but he's like a Chuck Norris dude. Okay. So... I, I was getting Death Wish. I was getting Chuck Norris movies. Yeah. You know, Charles Bronson. I'm getting all these sorts of things. Like, if we went and seen all the Van Damme movies from like the late 80s to early 90s, man, like sudden death, whatever. It just, we've seen them all. That's all he ever did. Yeah. Double Impact, seeing that the opening weekend. But he was never like in the Star Wars. So. I had to like, it was about my friends telling me. Yeah. So finally my dad was like, all right, well, I'll get you some, you know, the first one. And I watched it and I was like, all right, you know, that was cool. And then you get to five. Yeah. And then you see, and before what, what's that? No, go ahead. Uh, So before I get to five, my friends already are like, dude, you have no idea what's going to (laughs) happen. And I'm like, oh my God, like really? And. Then, of course, you know, you find out Vader's Luke's father. Yeah. And then I did, of course, the Return of the Jedi, which for years has always been like my number one because who didn't love Luke during all those times? Come on. You're talking about climatic buildups. I mean, this is a, that's one of them at the end when the way they cue in that music. We'll talk about that, you know.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. We will. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I watch Star Wars over and over again. I actually have the gold collector's edition from back, like, whatever. It's up in the attic. It's crazy nice. how you find things years later. <laughs> <laughs> so I that's always been something of me. When the prequels came out, however, that's when kind of my oldest daughter, who's now 22, yeah. was getting into Star Wars. So Nintendo 64 time, yeah. GameCube time, you know, you're getting Shadows of the Empire. You're getting the whole, like Rogue, Rogue Leader, like you guys were just talking about all that stuff. That that whole timeline, the way they did Rogue Leader, starting it off at the end of episode four, yeah. and then doing all the major fights all the way to the climatic battle at the end. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. And so again, going in the shadows of the empire kind of left in that little gap right there between uh, five and six. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. So that was like what you had. So then my daughter, of course, this was episode one racer and this was also Jedi power battles for the regular PlayStation. Yeah. I played that game forever. And how many of you played that game?
0: I didn't, I did not play. <laughs> nah, no. I, we were it's, poor it's folks. So I didn't have any access to much. <laughs> oh, oh come
5: on so it was really it was really hard to play because if you left a person behind but you got levels you get different combinations obi-wan kenobi was my favorite character in that and of course they had mace windu plukun yeah and you know qui-gon and then uh Kune, the girl
6: yeah yeah I, yeah whatever
5: so you know during those years that's when the prequels come out so then at that time, also right before the prequels came out, Tinseltown up here did Episode Four. So then we got to see all the ones going up in the theaters, and that was the first time that I actually ever got to see Star Wars Episode Four, Five, Six in the theater awesome. leading up to the prequels. Man. So, so then it was it was like you know I had my I had my daughter Ivory, and she was all into it. So we do one, two, and three, and of course. My younger, my stepson Tyler, he came along when he got a little older. I think that was four, two, and three, and that's where it kind of did it. So I watched all these, and when they finally told me, like I'm playing the video games, playing Battlefront One, playing Star Wars Galaxy, which I just played for years, yeah. years about that game, and it's so Star Wars. After my friends finally got me into it has found a way into my life all these years through either a video game, a book, or just the movies.
0: That's, and that's what, that's what it's impressed me the most with you. You are, you are the definition of a Star Wars sponge. Like, I, right. you're, you, Yeah, you, I mean, everyone loves the movies, but you are, you're deep yeah. in the legend stuff. You're reading the new canon stuff now. You're, you're even listening to us talking about the comic books, but the games for uh-huh. you are, that's a, that's a huge part of the storytelling for you. You are just yeah. a Star Wars sponge. And that's, that's very unique. I mean, a lot of us enjoy different aspects. So you literally take all of it and just soak it up.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's why when people argue, and that's what makes our group so good. Yeah, is when these people are arguing about it, it is, it doesn't matter. Just give me content, that's all I want. That's right. Just give me more story after story, after passage, after quote, after sausage, after this. It's all- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. It's, it's, and that you, you, you bring a lot of energy to it, and that's what I love. Like, your passion is absolutely there. It never fades and it does nothing it doesn't matter if you didn't enjoy a film that much uh you're still you're still coming back to it and you come for it like you said for the stories you're like myself you devour the stories some of it you know there's there's some weird shit in the eu like there's some weird (laughs) stories like there's weird things that happen like it's just, yeah. but you still embrace it and accept it and, and you know there's always mm-hmm. going to be good stuff to come and, and that's another thing about Star Wars. We always know we're going to get something. I mean, I don't think Star Wars is ever going right. to die. And so you, yeah. you, you're you just always waiting for the next best story. And, and that's what I love about you, man. And you bring so much energy to the group. And this podcast and stuff. And that's why I'm excited to have you on this kind of stuff, because especially trials. I mean, Jesus, I cannot wait, Holly, to get Rob into trials and get a little bit of the attitude into the league.
1: It's going to be a little wild.
0: I can't wait.
5: I might have to wear my Macho Man outfit for that one.
0: I'm absolutely down. If if As long as you got a, a, a writing utensil or something, you can wear whatever you want. Um, Yeah, but dude, that's so so awesome.
5: Yeah, go ahead. It's so, you know, that's where, of course, we're playing these video games games and Molly finds bombastic. So then we're doing all this stuff. Now you know, Battlefront Two comes out. We're yeah. kills of the week. We're doing kills of the week. I'm trying to make it on there. I'm just slicing fool after fool. And just <laughs> like I said, when I say it was the body just there was nothing. And you got the story with Aiden. Yeah. And now you're like, now you're getting, the, you know, the end of Return again. Now you're yeah. like, oh shit.
0: Yeah. You know, from a from a completely <laughs> and, different perspective, things that I never like, never expected. it so yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we learn more about the Empire? And it's like it makes so much sense. And I'm glad we're getting it.
5: Yeah. And then, so then Molly fell in love with Ray immediately. Yeah. So it was easy to step right into seven, step right into eight and step right into nine with no matter what happened. Like you said earlier, expunge, I was going to take it. Yeah. I didn't have to, of course, last time I asked like, okay, what about Palpatine? We all talked about the digits missing and things like that. Yeah. But I still accepted it because as the movies, when we were me and Molly were talking about it, if you just take the movies and just keep the movies there yeah. and only think of the movies, you, you're so much happier. You don't have to, if you'd ever read anything ever in your life, anybody, mm-hmm. and they just watched the movies and graded the movies on, I bet they would have a better perspective than most of these people that try to read the EU, stick to the EU, yep. and try to watch those movies. And that's what always drove me, Yes, yeah. all of that.
0: It's it's and it's awesome that you have that perspective. And that's a perspective that I think a lot of the, uh, that our listeners have in the group, because so many of those people say, well, that's not my Star Wars. That's not what George Lucas would have done. Well, I'm, I hate to spoil yeah. it for people, but George Lucas didn't give two shits about the EU. That wasn't his story either. Yeah. Like, no, he didn't like the, uh, half of those stories. So it's it's yeah. it's just a whole new perspective. It's a whole new story about Palpatine and whether you love it or not, it's it's different. And whether that differs from what you read in the expanded universe. That, that it is what it is, but people mix so much with, you know, that's not what George Lucas would have done. You don't know what George would have done. We have no idea. So allow other creative people yeah. to play in this world, and you are going you are going to get better Star Wars stories. It's just there's creative people out there. He's not the only creative person, so let's let more minds yeah. come into this to, who have different experiences George. George was a freaking, you know, the West Coast, you know, probably – Well-to-do kid didn't have a whole lot of experience with a lot of different things, and now we've got different people in Star Wars and Disney. I think it's it's great to have different perspectives, Holly. Um, But that's what I that's what I love about you, dude. You just you bring so much energy to it, and and you accept things for what they are, and you're always looking for the next story, and it's just it's freaking awesome. And I can't remember I was going to ask you.
5: Fall, fall in order maybe oh uh, that's still <laughs> not
0: finished but you'll be pleased <laughs> that i uh we did recently purchase uh episode 1 racer so we'll talk to you about that here a I little later i did see that i did see that i saw the
5: video some
0: some some good times were had uh for for our patreon folks um so that's it's 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 a great story and i know you know you. it's going to continue on man and something i do mm-hmm. want to at some point is talk with you about um, about Ray. Cause I, I actually kind of watched a video. Um, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Holly knows what I'm talking about. I, I watched a, a star Wars theory video, um, talking about Ray and, and how they, you know, people call her Mary Sue and things like that. And so at some point, maybe not tonight, but at some other time I want to get your perspective on another council or something like that about Ray and like why your daughter loves her so much. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot of people out there calling Ray and Mary Sue and all these things need that kind of, Discussion need that perspective from someone yeah. who actually appreciates the character, appreciates her progression and her story.
1: I would also think yeah. that it's important to point out that the majority of the people calling Ray and Mary Sue are men. That's a v-
2: absolutely in, yeah. who true. Who call
1: themselves Star Wars fans <laughs> but hate on absolutely the female true. Star Wars characters. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to note. Absolutely. Um, yeah.
2: Because
1: those characters, yep. I mean, those are important. Ex- uh, like we see with Rob ray was so important for his daughter and i think yep. that these characters make really great mm-hmm. role models and for you to sit there and be like oh well she's not in my star wars she's a mary sue she's a boring character yeah. come on grow up
0: no i got yeah. yeah no that's yeah absolutely true absolutely true. that was
1: my
5: soapbox
0: no it I is, say, it is.
5: Ray, also ray a lot of the kid books that she's read coming up to that being nine now mm-hmm. it's all focused on ray yeah So her perspective, when we were talking about our five EU characters and things like that, her perspective is different because the books she reads are probably about 80% about Ray because that's what they put out, of course, because she's the character.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's... I love that. I love that we're getting different perspectives, Holly. And, and it's not just, you know, a bunch of 30-something-year-old men saying, oh, she doesn't yeah. have any story. She's a terrible character because she never failed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of failure in that sequel trilogy.
1: <laughs> and if Ray's not relatable to you, then maybe you're a boring person.
0: Slam. Wow. Now, you're not You're not yeah. calling anyone boring, right, Holly? Maybe I was. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. She does. So we're going to talk about that at length at another point. But you're casual fam. I'm sure you know a lot about Rob already, and you probably just learned a little bit more. And you're going to continue to learn more about this man as we go on and on with our council sessions. But you know, I could talk to you for two hours, you know, or more about your story. So we're going to save some. We're going to save some for episodes to come and discussions to come. Um, We're just going to give people a little bit of a tease. But Holly, we're going back to our twelve. Films.
1: That's right.
0: The worst to best finales, climaxes, whatever you want to call it. So we started out with The Clone Wars, the yep. feature film, number 12. What's our number 11 according to Screen Rant? Okay. And we're going to see if we agree.
1: According to Screen Rant, the next worst ending in a Star Wars movie is Solo. Ooh. This one I don't agree with.
3: I, I, I uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's I'm going to go to Jory first because I, I, I know Jory's seen the film. Jory seems like a kind of shoot from the hip kind of guy. If I'm being honest, <laughs> he's suave. He's got a lot of confidence. He seems like a Han Solo man. Jory, is it right to, that Solo's down there at number eleven when we're talking about finales?
4: Man, I don't know. Um, that's, that's that's a tough one. Uh, I well, some one of the movies has to come down to eleven. And to be honest, <laughs> you know, once again, we're just we're shooting from the hip right now with yeah. with this list. Um, I mean, I could see where maybe, you know, it's not like a, a super fantastical ending. Um, you know, and maybe that's why they, they ranked it lower. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't know. I don't know on that one, Uh, you know, love the movie. Uh, it's, you know, definitely middle of the pack movie for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, as far as the ending, I guess I could possibly see why they put it lower.
0: And I think I I think I agree I, I may I don't know if it's an eleven but I, I get what they're saying because I think they talk about the ending kind of being overshadowed by the Darth Maul connection which is cool but I think what for me like I I, I was digging Empress Nest and then I feel like I wanted more of yeah. like what they were doing and their connection to the action actual rebellion it was a nice tease but. The reveal was, you know, it's awesome that she's this young gal that, you know, picked up the torch of her mother. And I think that's freaking awesome. But it just was so random. And I was like, okay, like, we need more about this. And I don't know with, you know, Solo's success if we're going to get any more story from that. Um, Rob, what are you, what are you thinking? You, you, I know you're a Solo fan. Is, is 11 a, a just number for the finale?
5: I guess if you're, if you don't want, like, if you don't, if you think, like you said, the Darth Maul surprise wasn't big to you, but for like me, I mean, what other, what other movie right now would you put? I mean, I put the Clone Wars movie, that's 12, that's really good. Yeah. All right. So, like, you move down, I mean, like, what movie really ends that would just be like a whole hum ending? Yeah. And I would think like maybe Last Jedi would pop in there, maybe. Yeah. Or, and, 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 but outside of that, I can't see nine being there. I can't see. Seven being there, I can't see. Six being there, five being there. Four maybe, but not three. Yeah. Two, uh, nah, And one, uh, you're burning Qui-Gon. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's sad. I guess that would be the most sad one. So I guess if you want to be sad, throw that at 11. <laughs> but other than that, maybe Last Jedi. <laughs> Sola could go up. Yeah. Uh, Sola
1: could go up. Listen. Yeah, come Damn. on, Holly. This is huge.
5: Get up on Let's that soapbox
1: again. Kira is still out there on her way to Daphimir.
0: Come on. Oh my God. To find
1: Darth Maul. You're right. Excuse me for thinking that that is a cool ending and I want more of that. I do agree that I would love more Infosnest because her story, I think, would be fantastic. And I think she would be another one of those strong female characters that we need to know more about. I think, I mean, her whole family.
6: Yeah.
1: But if we're talking about just the ending, I don't feel it was overshadowed by the Darth Maul reveal. And yeah, that's just no, me. And I'm a huge fan of Darth Maul. So maybe I'm a little biased. I think but you're aren't the biggest these lists fan of Darth. always biased? Mm-hmm.
0: I think yes. you're the biggest fan of Darth Maul. And Holly, here, here's... here's uh-huh. I'm not mad about the placement of 11 here. But here's why I know that I'm unfairly treating these, this finale. Are you ready for this? Okay. And it's going to be crazy. Because I too <laughs> want more Kira. Uh-huh. I too want her going to Dathomir, and who the hell knows? Maybe learning from witches. Hello. I don't know. She's out there doing, you know, terrace Kasi, and then and, and, yeah. and then learns witchcraft. Yes. I mean, she would be the most wicked, like hero heroine villain. I don't know what she is at that point. Yeah. But she's. I want. I want that. I want to see her with Maul. I want uh-huh. to see how she's utilized. I want. More emphasis.
1: Okay, so what? What? I feel like I'm missing. You're something. missing
0: something because it's the success of the film itself that tells me I'm never going to get that story,
1: which is a freaking bummer.
0: It's what? It's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying this is unreasonable. Yeah. It's illogical. I don't know why it's making me feel like that because I love everything about that. But it's like, now I feel like I know I'm never going to get that story. And it sucks. It sucks because it wasn't a technical box office success.
1: You guys, here's the thing. We know that, I mean, we've gone years in a Star Wars drought. So I think that anything could happen.
6: Yeah.
0: It could. It, It absolutely could. It absolutely could um it, it it sounds like uh rob is in the like in i, I don't even know on on he, he's yes, at the I'm battle of Han- um if, if you can man unless you're talking you might have to mute that because that it sounds like we got some some i don't even know what those are shots um, fired shots fired those definitely aren't laser swords i'll tell you that right now Holly. Um, can you
1: imagine if rob called in and we just heard laser, a laser swords sword? <laughs>
0: No, I don't I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That
5: would be crazy. Um, I'm trying to figure out how oh, they stop I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Does anybody know how to stop this?
0: Let me let me let me try. I might have to mm, let me see. Oh, it sounds like they stopped actually. So we're good. Oh, he's you figured it out. You figured it out. Okay, Jory figured it out. Okay, we'll get you back Rob when when we when we come to you, but man, it sounded like hell was raining down on Rob. I hope he's okay. If we lose connection, I'm a little worried that one of those fireworks went rogue, Holly.
1: <laughs> we still have an image on him. We, we do. can see him. We, we got s- eyes on Rob. If
0: we see it go dark, we're going to send <laughs> out a search party. But We don't have many Jedi Knights here on the council right now. Um, so, uh, Luke, I, I want to talk to you, buddy, because we're, we're fans of Solo, and-, and Screener has it in here at 11 as a finale. I, I just gave probably what was not a, a coherent... Uh, explanation as to why I think that's a decent area for it because I love so much about the ending. I love that Kira is probably out there on Dathomir learning some witchcraft with Darth Maul. And, you know, I, I think we're going to learn more about Emphas Ness. It seems like Han Solo still has some adventures to go before he makes himself, you know, present on Tatooine. Uh, but it, it, is Eleven a, a nice place for the finale there for Solo?
3: Well, I have, I have a bit of a clarification question. In this whole article, Yeah, what is... Because there's usually like a climax to a film, and then kind of uh, you know the ramp down, yeah. epilogue type part. So they're they're talking about just that like sort of most exciting, conclusive part. It seems so and because not the,
0: yeah, yeah, Holly.
1: It's unclear.
2: Yep. Okay.
0: This
1: is why I disagree with some of their lists because in some of the rankings that they give, they do it solely based off of the climax of the film. To me, I mean, the climax is not the end. Yeah. Of the film. Yeah. And right. so, I mean, there's other stuff that happens after the climax that should factor into whether mm-hmm. you, how you would rank the film. And then in other rankings, they are basing it slowly, slowly yeah. on the actual end scene. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of unfair at times because they're using well, yeah, like straight, straight endings, like, like, the Luke uh, uh, Kylo Ren confrontation in Last Jedi, but they don't even talk about Rey and Kylo fighting the Praetorian Guard, which was really epic. So it's you're right. right. This is they're they're not really clear about their, how they're 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 where they're how they're ranking them. I guess they they, okay. they call it a climax, but you're right. That could take place midway through the movie.
3: Right. Uh, the The solo sort of climax there on Saberine is it was one of the more unique ones where you think it's building. Yeah, um, it's like a big fight, and then it kind of changes to uh, a negotiation and, and a, a serious talk, and not a not a ton of action. And you get the great uh, sort of final uh, confrontation between um, Beckett and Solo, which I think yeah. is really emotional, and it's about Solo like learning yeah. how to how to cut it in this this uh, cutthroat world that he's found himself in, and is like really like the beautiful moment even though they're they're killing each other basically. Yep. Um so that to me is, is really powerful and I love solo so you know it, it's always like I said difficult to rank. Yeah. Star Wars things for me it's like ranking children. <laughs> um so I understand like how some of the things that happen in the more epilogue phase of solo kind of throw people off. Yeah. The whole the whole Darth Maul inclusion, I think for a, the wider audience who wasn't as dialed in as we are mm-hmm. was kind of confusing and weird for people. Yeah. Uh, so I understand how that can kind of like throw off the feelings of, of the the ending in general. But if yeah. you kind of look at just some of the emphasis nest and uh, like I said, uh, Kira, like being badass and taking out um, Dryden Vos and then the the Beckett solo stuff I think is all really good.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for us was, you know, hearing that she's going to meet, you know, like you said I think that's what Screen Rant said too, like it kind of Darth Maul kind of takes you out like, wait what? How is he connected to any of this? Um, So yeah, some of those non-sweaties they really don't understand what's going on but to hear that she was maybe going to Dathomir is like, okay, we know what happens there so I mean, is she... Gonna tap into that witchcraft? I don't know, but she would be insanely powerful at that point. She would be. Um, not that she isn't, but it would be insane. So I guess we'll just say you, you probably think it could be higher. We don't even see, give it a number, unless you feel obligated to, but we'll just say it could be higher.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Number 10. Come on. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Which we have been critiqued for, but it appears Get it is here. not only us.
6: Get out of um,
1: here. Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. For the reason of. A
0: podcast favorite.
1: Clearly. Um, also, they note this is notoriously always near the bottom of the live action movie rankings.
0: That's not us. That's a screen rant, Holly. That's not this not podcast. Hard. That is a screen rant.
1: So we heard that the final duels with Dooku are decent. Yeah. Even great at points, but not the best. Yeah, uh, the clones turning up was pretty great, but compared to the other finales, Attack of the Clone lacked emotional power.
0: Come on now, now uh, I'm gonna. I, I was gonna go to Jory, but Jory is M I A. I hope he's okay. I don't think the blurgs have have reached him just yet. Um, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start with Luke, and then I'm gonna go to Rob. Luke, episode two is up there for you. I mean, when we did the rankings, I mean, that was top five material, I believe. And, and uh, this podcast agrees. I mean, they, 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 this, is, this is a podcast favorite film. Luke
1: is excited about this one.
0: Now, I get yeah. what they're saying, Luke. I, <laughs> I get what they're saying. I'm loving, I love, okay, if, if people don't love that Yoda whips out his little laser sword, and Phrasing. I call it a little laser sword because it is. It's little and it's green. You know what? If you see that, you know, Holly, probably consult a physician. But if he whips out his little green laser sword and uses the force to do it no we've never seen that it was epic who knew yoda could flip around like that but the fight itself lacked
1: something emotional power something luke am i wrong
3: everybody's wrong <laughs> about episode two. every time um yeah i think it, i think it came in number six for me on the rankings if i remember of, of the nine okay. um so i'm i clearly rate it higher than most people do Uh, for me, the best part about the ending of episode two is that across the stars plays, um, throughout (sighs) sort of the, the last scenes, which is one of the best songs there is in star Wars. Don't make me cry. Uh, But that's more an epilogue phase. So not exactly the climax. I love the Dooku, uh, Yoda showdown. I know it kind of gets dried a little bit. Like Yoda's just flipping all over the place. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I love to finally see Yoda in action uh and, and lacks like emotional power it's the start of the fall of the Come republic on, begun the go. clone wars has let's
4: go.
3: i mean let's go i guess i guess if you just evaluate the movie on its own yeah maybe you could say it, it lacks that but when you again are deep into it like we are and yeah. you see the clone war series and you see it all falls and then revenge of the sith following yeah um uh, i love it when you see the the, the star destroyers taken off great point um at the end the, tr- the troops amassing and you see the, you know bail organa there is observing it and he was against you know this the militarization Great freaking point um uh, you know versus the people who are like well this kind of just happened we have to deal with it now uh that's all that's all powerful for me but again i you know, if I could rank them all number one, I would. So, making me
1: want to watch it again. It, it,
0: Holly, I was gonna say, the man speaks reason. You know he what? Does. He's the voice of reason in the Star Wars community, and I love that about him. And I, Holly, I gotta know. Him. I mean, is the man right?
1: I mean, I'm not here to like.
0: <laughs> She's not here to shut Luke down. To drag
1: oh, Luke and his yeah. favorite movies. Well, that's or okay. endings. What about? I don't what,
0: what, what, so let's. What What are the good things for you there in that finale and that climax? I should say.
1: I don't know. I feel like I need to rewatch it. That's fair. No, I need I think to take I what Luke has said in his defense of why he loves the movie mm-hmm. so much, and yeah. I need to bring that with me. I to agree. my rewatch.
3: It's,
0: it, you forget those last couple of seconds even where Yoda says begun the Clone Wars have. And like you said, seeing Palpatine who's orchestrated it all and hit the army before him. And then Bail Organa there, a man who fights this oppression later on or this this army that they've built. and But he's right there watching it all transpire. Uh, Jory, well, we're, we're on number 10. And they've placed episode two there and i know you're a fan so did screen screen rant get it wrong or is that proper if if it's not if you need a higher what what about that climax of the movie do you love
4: uh definitely i actually heard a lot of what luke was just saying and i agree completely um there's a lot to that uh, especially once you start getting a little bit deeper into it, yeah. into the psyche of you know of everything and, and how it's affecting Anakin, and um, you know just just a, a lot to that climax itself. Um, so I'm just gonna have to say I agree with Luke. Come on, um, like it was. It's I, I don't know because I was just trying to rank them myself, and I probably do have it lower. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as far as like an eight or a nine, I think right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to rank them all, you know, you know, on a whim. So, uh, I think they're, I think they're close. I think what's most frustrating about it is their explanations because it almost seems like their explanations seem to have to downplay the reason why it's there. Yeah. It's not an explanation of, oh, hey, I love this film, yeah. but there's just so many more that are, you know, that, that, that strike with us better. It's a, oh, this is a terrible movie yep. and, you know, and this is why. And, you know, and so there's just so much of that in Star Wars. And so, uh, you know, it, I think it kind of makes you just kind of turn away from the article in itself.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's, yeah, this is just one person's point of view and and, you know, it's, it's, that's why we talk about these things, because this is what yeah. a lot of general Star Wars fans are reading. And, and you know, it pisses off some. They couldn't agree with it more. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, Rob, I, you're a fan of them prequels. <laughs> I know you were there in 2002. So uh, uh, number 10 uh, seems a little disrespectful.
5: <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, it is where it is. I did say that this was one of two that could be at 11. True, And it's not because... I, it was because of the end, and when you guys brought up Bill Organa, that his look on his face when yeah. you seen that happening. Yeah, if you want drama, that's what you want. Let's go. But most people want action. Yeah, and the action for Yoda when he jumped out in my theater here in Erie, PA, was laughter. It was laughter really? because it was funny because like he said he wasn't. You didn't know he was going to pull out those moves.
6: Yeah.
0: Well, i'll say this they i mean they they use those same moves in battlefront the original and let's be i mean even the newer battlefront let's be honest it it, you cannot function with the man
1: i can't use i
0: I flip and i die in a couple of hits from from blasters like it's it's yeah he's useless on the field in my opinion
1: hating on yoda i'm
0: terrible at battlefront so i need to disclose that
5: i can work the yoda in that game but you know, like if you're talking like like when you brought up the blasters with the large scale, like you can only suck in so many blasters Seriously. if Yoda isn't... Phrasing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: It, it, <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah, if on a battlefield you're getting shot from every direction, it's not going to help. If mean, you cast That's a right. rocket in the hand, it's going to hurt. That's right. So you're right about that. So I, I guess it, it's where it is, and I do agree with... What Jory said, and I agree with what Luke said. Yeah. Like you can't say it any better than that. If you make it the the film as a whole, yeah. But it's one of my worst Star Wars films, only because it's the one that you'll see someone tune out of faster. Yeah, that isn't into it because the love story, and yeah. that's the only reason why I can really think that that would be down that low.
1: You know, he's on to something because when we are having this conversation. I was sicky. I was like this is the one Star Wars movie that just like I cannot pay attention to yeah like if I'm gonna say "You hate love I hate it <laughs> I don't I don't hate it but I don't come to Star Wars for a love story I say as I pick Dark Disciple for the next book yep, club book yep. but oh. that aside I don't know I just and I'm not really like big into the big action either so like Maybe I'm just a confused Star Wars fan, and I yeah. don't know what I want. Maybe you're a Star Trek
0: fan. I, Rob can lead you the way. <laughs> no. Rob Go can away. lead
2: you
1: the way. <laughs>
0: um, so I, I, agree, I agree with everything everyone said, and, and I think there's merit and, and where it's at. But also, like like Luke, the, the, they, they don't call him the original chosen one to begin with. And I say the original chosen one, Ollie, because that was Luke Skywalker. Um, but the, the man of reason is speaking a lot of logic about episode two and and I love him for it. And he makes fantastic points of why it should be higher.
1: Well, I'll tell you what number nine is. Come on. Episode nine. Episode nine,
0: nine, the rise of Skywalker. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and speak here in the beginning and say, I think it should be lower.
1: Like lower, like, like 11. Probably. I can see that. I I just, I... I was
0: confused by everything that was happening.
1: I really liked the movie in general. I think you guys remember that from my list that I made. But the ending, yeah, nah. no, no. First of all, the nerve yeah. to have rabia Palpatine. No, thank you. Come See? on, come on. And <laughs> secondly, the freaking kiss. Can we not have that,
0: Holly? It was confusing. I was confused. Why are they kissing? Uh, and I just and didn't like but here's it. the thing: if we're t- if we're saying the climax. It's Ben Solo on those pieces of the Death Star, and his father's behind him, and he just says Ben. And
1: that's a great moment. And
0: I'm in tears. If that's the climax, bump it up to top five. Right, because one of the yeah. top moments in Star Wars.
1: Mm-hmm. But to if me. we're if we're talking about the climax being Rey laying on her back, watching every single person that she loves die, and mm-hmm. she just lays there, I'm bored.
0: And it, well, for me, it's the I know the Emperor. He's powerful. It was such an, a weird ending with you know. Her just deflecting it. We've seen that before. I thought it would be a little more interesting. It really wasn't for me. Uh, Jory, I, I gotta come to you for some reason, man. Am, am, am I wrong that it should be deeper?
4: I mean, I think we're on two different wavelengths here. Let's so, go. Um, <laughs> like, do it. Uh, so I actually have it. So I just did a quick ranking for myself, and I have it ranked at number four. Let's Ooh. go. And, and the reason being is. Um, did you guys see Endgame?
0: Oh, I love Endgame. So oh, cool. You
4: loved Endgame. You loved the climax of Endgame. I did it it, word for word, like Dory, come on now. Come on. In Rise of Skywalker, or yeah, Rise of Skywalker, that is in an Endgame. I mean, if if you just start like putting parallels, and I don't even know if anybody did an article on this. Like I I hope somebody did. Like just like type that into Google and maybe there is an article. Mm-hmm. It's like almost the exact same thing. And Endgame, you know, just went out for over two billion at the box office. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it did pretty all right. Okay. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but like for me, what what did I do include um, Ben Solo? You know, talking to uh, or Kylo talking to um, Han, and then that redemption. I do include that into the climax. You know, when I think about mm-hmm. it, and I think about basically Ben Solo's whole return to the light. as a part of that climax and that's what really helps it for me um and then you know that whole arc into the final battle um and and i get what you guys are saying you know and i understand holly you know with the you know her being a palpatine and things like that like i i definitely under like i get why people don't like reasonings behind the movie but if you take it in a climax for me um as a whole that whole ending battle um, I really enjoyed it and and like I said I have it ranked mm-hmm. at number 4
0: for myself I, and I, I always say this I thought Babu Frick oh, popping yeah. up out Yeah, I thought that was freaking sure. fantastic you know what I'm saying there, there there were great moments there were great highlights in that film for me I, like, we walked out blown away oh and, I you know, loved the movie loved it and it's just that ending I was so confused and, and I mean you know Ray you know flaring up that laser sword there at the end was pretty sick and that once again it made me want to see more and i feel like once again i'm never going to get that
4: story which really sucks jory so and i was kind of refraining from saying this until now um or you know what? no, I'll just save this until we do the next two, and then Come I'll on. give you my opinion on why this article sucks. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, after after you get the next two, then I'll tell you why this article sucks.
0: Okay, phrasings all around, Rob. You're a fan of the sequels. They wrap this one up with the rise of Skywalker, and and this this climax. Where are you digging a number nine ranking for it?
5: I, I think it'd be higher, definitely. You go back. I mean, again, for me, when it comes back to the movies, what force powers were used in other movies that looked so much different, so much cooler, that would relate to the EU? Yeah. And <laughs> bounce shoots that sh- in the air. That's and pretty sick. Shocks everybody. That's like what the f- what? Yeah. I, 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 that's pretty cool. There's. OK, so there's not so, so much of a lightsaber fight other than, you know, Kylo Ren dispatching the Knights of Ren yeah. really fast, yep. which was kind of weak. And then at the same time, if I think people were turned off by the kiss, but overall, when you get that end of that feeling of part four and she lights up the lightsabers, buries the other, you yeah. know, it, it's not bad. Yeah, but I think they put it in the nine position because it's nine and sometimes that happens when you do a star Wars, you're like, well, at this point, if it's seven, it's seven.
0: <laughs> they may have done that here. Cause we're getting very close to that point. Yeah. Actually, Holly. I think they do it in the next couple, but uh, <laughs> Luke, I, I remember, I remember going to this movie at your first viewing and looking at you, turning over and looking at Luke's reaction to all this. And Holly, I'm going to say mixed emotions.
1: I'm going to say no emotions. No
0: emotions. <laughs> Luke, is a number nine ranking proper?
3: Yeah, I haven't sat down and and, and gone through the whole list myself. Uh, but if I did, it would probably end up 10, 11 okay. for me. Uh, and it should be no surprise because I think when we did our one through nine rankings, it was nine out of nine for me <laughs> Yeah, um, as a movie. Um, not to say there aren't parts I love. like Like Jory was saying kind of including the the Kylo to Ben transition mm-hmm. as the climax would add to it. I don't know if I can count that as part of the climax because of where it falls. But to me, that's some of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. The, you know, that and the, the scene with Han, which Michael cries over every time. Every
6: time.
0: <laughs>
3: um, you know, those are, those are powerful. The stuff with Palpatine for me kind of falls flat. I do really like the calling on the Jedi of the past yeah. portion of it. Um, but the battle with Palpatine falls a little flat for me. Um, I, I do like the last moments between Ben and Rey. I like that there are, there are no words spoken, but yeah. it, it conveys a lot. And you understand uh, what is going on between the two characters and, and the connection and the loss that they feel and the sacrifice that, that Ben ultimately makes so that ray can go on i like that i thought that was really well done but that to me is almost in the sort of epilogue phase yeah where you've come down from the high true uh, so so for me in terms of if i think of climax and the battle on exegol um, a lot of that falls flat for me and, and the my favorite portions are kind of in the transition phase like we were yeah. talking about earlier with with kylo to ben transition
0: that's a great it's a great point in it like another another great moment like leia going to get her son they had unused footage of leia yet that moment where it probably wasn't even leia walking to lay down was the most impactful one of the most impactful probably the second most impactful moment in that movie for me holly it wasn't even carrie fisher probably yet laying down tapping into the force i'm going to get my son Enough. Enough. I'm going to get yeah. him. I'm going yep. to save him. Those were great moments and I've been I was I was saying this for a long time after I saw this movie. This movie, if you make this a two-parter, just like they have every other goddamn franchise in all fandom, make uh-huh. this a two-parter. It could have been the most oh, epic. Yeah ending in all of star yeah. wars if you could have added more story in here we could have got more time with these characters and understood a little more what the hell is x goal like what are the sith doing here what is exactly is palpatine building how did he come from here what happened it? With- if you could actually have fleshed out all those stories in a two-parter if they made as much money as they did on just this film, if they'd had two parts uh-huh. of that, imagine the amount of money they would have made. And we probably then would be getting uh-huh. more Ray, We would be getting more mm-hmm. Poe. We'd be getting more Finn stories. I yeah. thought that was a huge disservice to Star Wars fans. That's mm-hmm. just me because I'm selfish.
1: Yeah. Well, there was a lot of backlash about the lack of um, Rose in this that film because she played such a huge part in... The last uh, jedi? It, yeah in yeah. the last jedi and then all of a sudden it's like she's not even a relevant character in episode nine and i feel yeah. like there were moments that they could have had her and given her more character development because i feel like people didn't really like her that much after yeah. what happened at the end of the last jedi but i feel like again like you said a disservice make that a two-parter and we would have yeah. gotten more of that and i think that would have been really great
0: absolutely and I, I know jory's got a lot to say jory
4: Uh, about about rose or anything anything oh well yeah about i mean yeah i mean with rose for sure uh i think that they had different plans for you know how they were going to um approach rose especially in the last jedi or not the last jedi but um uh uh, rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. um so i think that with the passing of Carrie Fisher and maybe how they had to kind of rewrite the movie, um, or, you know, take it in a slightly different direction. Um, you know, they had to cut Rose out a bit. Yeah. Um, and so I get, you know, why, and maybe they had more scenes planned, you know, with her, with Carrie and, you know, and things like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously not having Carrie there that they couldn't have as much interaction as, is what they wanted for her. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah i know i definitely agree uh, i i i'm not a huge rose fan um mm-hmm. i don't know why <laughs> i am you know, i i don't know she never really struck with me a ton um she's not a bad character by any means uh, i just uh she wasn't one of my favorites either that i was like you know i needed more rose um so uh but i definitely think that you know with the passing of carrie fisher and the the different directions they had to take it 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 cut into her screen time and it
0: she's got a compelling history and I think that's what's so fascinating is the story with her and her sister and why they joined and now she has this loss of her sister like she's empowered to do the right thing and I thought that was really cool in The Last Jedi and we could play on that a little more but also what was weird was her relationship with Finn and it's like okay well that's non-existent other than their interaction on that Star Destroyer where she goes out Finn and he's like I'm going it's like that's as close as they were, like in this entire film, which was weird because they were making out on on uh, on the, the 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 dust planet. Forgive me, I forget what it is. Don't worry.
4: Um, they definitely, uh, you guys definitely should read uh, Rise of the Resistance or no Resistance Reborn. See, I need to um, finish yeah. it. I, I think I'm three chapters I, in. It, yeah it 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 actually does a lot of explanation. Um, as to backstory and things like that, um, it kind of helps with some of those questions that you might have after uh, watching The Rise of Skywalker and you didn't realize you had questions about it until you mm-hmm. you you know, you go back and, and you read it. You're like, oh, okay, you know, that makes sense and that explains it. And you may even find out about a character in a previous book that was written that we did a recent review on. Come on. And, uh, and because actually uh when holly said Did something it. about a certain Did character it. um i was like oh she needs to read resistance or rise the resistance or resistance reborn judith <laughs> um, they all sound and the it, same and it will uh it will it will give you a little bit of uh a little bit of clarity on that
3: okay You jory's title uh confusion is totally understandable because i did the same thing last podcast (laughs) because they did release a novel called rise of resistance Mm -hmm. (laughs) around the same time as resistance reborn and that's the one that i was trying to talk about last time i kept calling it rise of resistance (laughs) absolutely it's uh yeah it's definitely resistance reborn and i think the the rose thing like to me um i understand people like kelly marie tran and i like her um, but when you look at what purpose she serves in The Last Jedi, is largely to give the the broader, like galactic perspective mm-hmm. outside of just the the main protagonists. And she gives the the backstory of kind of her experience, and then um, what she knows about Canto Bite and what that represents, yeah. uh, leading into you know the broom boy and everything. Like she she brings that angle to the story. Where in nine they shifted that angle basically the lando you know uniting all the the extra help throughout the galaxy that shows up and then like Janna um you know being at um another group of of stormtroopers who defect from the first order i think those two characters give you more of that galactic perspective plus zori um as well so you're getting all that from those characters and and at that point it kind of crowds out rose and and now she's just she's just any member of the the resistance at that point. Um, So I think it wasn't like, I don't think JJ went into the movie saying, let's cut back Rose's role. It just like, as they introduced these elements, Mm -hmm. um, her perspective just kind of faded away because her perspective was being provided in in other ways at that point. So I I don't think it it was any like thing that JJ had against the character.
0: Yeah. I almost forget how many characters are in that movie. Like <laughs> ma- like big characters. Like, well, since yeah. they introduced
1: so many characters, like new characters in this film, but just very briefly.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. And, but then Zori's was to, to provide some background on Poe, which was it was effective. It's like when you really yeah. need it, I don't know, but it was it was it was funny, I guess, even. But it's, it's it's also funny, we'll, we'll move on here, that that uh, Rob, you know, said at some point you just start, you know, associating the, the best finale ranking with the, the, the episodic title um, or what number it is. And, and, and wouldn't you know it, Holly, The Last Jedi come in at number eight. Um, <laughs> come it's, on. It's pretty funny. Um, so maybe they gave up at eight. I don't know. Uh, uh, Holly... A film that I thought for a while you appreciated, and then we find out in the rankings news to me that you put it way, way, way back there. But uh, finale-wise, if you're thinking of highlights of the movie, maybe, like, is 8 justified?
1: Yeah. Okay. I think that 8 is justified. I don't know. I I don't think that, for me, I would put it any higher than 8.
6: Okay. Okay. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I might switch it out with...
0: Solo, Clone Wars.
1: Solo, probably. <laughs> Solo. I don't know. Solo. Yeah. It's 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 hard.
0: That's fair phrasing. That's what <laughs> she said. Um, Rob, <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's your favorite movie or not, but I mean, there's some good stuff there with 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 the Kylo Luke confrontation. Luke literally projecting himself from God yes. knows where in the universe. I mean, that's some powerful stuff. The 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 yes. the, the eventual you know. Ending of Luke Skywalker as we know him, uh, does it deserve to be higher or lower?
5: Uh, I said, of course, this could have been lower. It could have been. Because I think that's when you lose Luke at the end that you feel sad. And sometimes you want to feel sad in a good way, like what episode five did for you. But I couldn't see this being any higher. And at this point, like I said earlier, the eight, the nine kind of thing is what fell in. But if, again, this was about the whole movie being so dark, if you like that kind of dark-esque kind of movie, this is going to be a lot higher for you. Yeah. And you've seen that when we did all the tops lists. Yep. But if you go just like, I'm at the end. When I brought up this one, I brought it up because I loved the fact that, going back to the Palpatine rule, this was the first time that a Jedi power, other than... Like force choke, or ooh, or threw my lightsaber. Yeah, you know, was used, and he force projected himself, which that connected with me into the EU universe of yeah. how powerful Grandmaster Luke was, as opposed to how the movies kept everything so tight. Yeah, and I think that's that's what keeps this where it's at, is because. You seen a couple slices. You really wanted that lightsaber battle between Kylo Ren and Luke, mm-hmm. and what you got was kind of a ha ha, April Fools.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I remember being it's just blown away by that moment. I had yeah, I had yeah. no idea that wasn't actually Luke Skywalker there. I was like, okay, wow, he's doing some Matrix shit. Like, what's going mm-hmm. on here? That's pretty wicked. But uh, yeah, uh, Jory, I I know it's not your favorite, but uh, I mean,
4: would you put this lower? uh actually i put it higher let's Um, go i had it at number seven um and uh yeah no i i just i really enjoyed the movie um and once i went back i've watched it a couple times um since we did our rankings and i actually had it pretty low in my rankings i think i even had it at eight yeah um eight or seven in my overall rankings um but uh uh, I've, I've really started to appreciate again, once again, uh, the writing behind it and the story. Um, I think that the, I mean, can you can you do we include Kylo and Ray's, you know battle with you know uh, in the throne room? You know, is that is that included? I in the think climax? so. Because if that's included wow. into the climax. You know, it's it's even higher um, than what I have it. So, I mean, I like I said, I have it ranked at seven. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that they, they are close with with their rankings on these ones. Um, but once we get through the next one, then I'll give you my bombshell of Let's why go. I think this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, uh, how about you, my friend?
3: <laughs> Luke, how about so you? Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's dawning on me kind of what Rob said that uh, when we did our, you know, just movie rankings, my top three were Empire, Revenge of the Sith, and and Last Jedi. And they're all like three more dark um,
2: (laughs) chapters of all nine, which
3: is kind of, I guess, telling about about me. Um, So, yeah, I could definitely rank this higher given that. Uh, the movie overall runs higher for me. But like Jory was saying, it kind of gets into this talk that we're having in episode nine.
0: Yeah. Oh, Luke just muted Wait. himself. I might have done that. Or did you mute him?
1: Oh,
3: Holly just muted be, you accidentally. I, I don't know. I didn't mean to.
0: Okay. Did you get most of what I was saying? <laughs> uh, no. He said Jory was getting to him, and then I cut you off.
3: Oh, okay. So, yeah, Jory was saying, like, well, what counts is the climax with nine. Um, and this too, like you, you count the stuff in the throne room with, yeah. uh, with Ben and Ray fighting the Praetorian guard, like that's epic stuff. The Haldo maneuver kind of happens at the same time. Um, but again, you, you probably can't count that as the climax. Like you can't count the Ben turn and yeah. in, in episode nine as the climax. Um, so then you, it might not be as high as it was in my overall rankings at number three, um because of that uh so you might you might bump it back a little bit from there like i don't know five six yeah uh but the stuff with luke showing up to to provide the distraction and confront kylo very powerful for me his connection with you know how he shows up to sort of perk up the resistance in the base first before he goes out and confronts kylo i think that's a really important step that they needed that little pick me up uh but to to move on to the next step, uh so that it's it's powerful enough to bump up a little higher, but probably not as high as it was in my overall rankings.
0: That's fair, and I, let's let's not forget that wink that you know Luke gives C three PO because I'm I'm pretty sure three PO was on to him, Holly. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> knew that wasn't actually Luke, and because I, I if I recall, maybe even says Master Luke like almost you know. It fluctuates there at the end because I think he's questioning, is yeah. that him? Um, so three PO uh, hugely. Per- What's that? He hugs Leia, right? He, he gives hugs Leia, he gives her a kiss on the head. Yeah, and so he he's interacting do do with his environment. I don't know. It was their connection, maybe so more it so. It, 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 that and that's the moment that everyone wanted to see, and we actually got to have that moment, which I thought was very effective it was almost like ryan johnson knew you know that this needed to happen um which was great but we, we move on to to number seven uh holly and it's number seven uh the force awakens uh no surprises here um i want to go to jory because i feel like jory's got to say
4: is it time for the bombshell it is time for the bombshell okay um, so um, which actually, so in my own rankings, I had this ranked at number eight. Um, so I mean, I just flip flop what they had done, but what, what kind of irritates me about it is you get this vibe from what this article is doing. It's basically just, you know, taking a crap on anything that Disney had its hands in. Yeah. And so they're just, you know, they're very biased against what Disney has done, yeah. um, which I think is extremely unfair. Um, <clears throat> Uh, it, cause I mean, you're going to continue to see throughout, you know, what they say and, and things like that. Uh, and so what irritates me about the article is just the fact that you can tell it's just a very, very biased article, you know, yeah. on uh, maybe one person or a couple people that, you know, this, this isn't my star Wars type, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so I, I guess it may be just my interactions throughout the internet um, make me not like this article very much at all, even though that they are, you know, close in in some of the, you know, what they're saying, but it's just their presentation of it. And, and then, um, I'll give you a quote from the article itself. It says, um, talking about this one, um, The Last Jedi, because it's actually in this, would probably top the sequels, if not for the Rise of Skywalker's weak, if not ignorant writing. And so it's just, you know, like, it's, they're they're saying that they would do better, you know, without giving their actual um, solution to it. It's like saying that there's a problem, but then not giving a solution to the problem. You know, I'm just going to... You know, yeah. hold up my sign. Star Wars sucks, but not actually give you an answer as to why it sucks and what I would do to make it better. Um, you know, and so that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting with this article. And uh, but like I said, you know, I think that it's a it's a fair. Um, it's a fair ranking as far as their spot, but their reasonings are pretty ridiculous in my eyes.
1: That's funny. Yeah. That's the same or, or the same quote that I read Michael yeah. before we even started this podcast. I, cause I told him, I said, I think I pretty much disagree with everything mm-hmm. that's on this list for the most part. And then yeah. I read him that quote and I was like, can you believe it? Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's fair that, I mean, they're entitled to their opinion, but it is definitely nice to know, like, this is why, I don't like it yeah. and have like a legitimate reason.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm realizing like we could talk about this, this roster of, of rankings here for three hours. Like this could be the longest casual council ever. And we may just have to go to a couple people for each movie at this point. Cause who knows? I mean, I may, my equipment may shut down any moment. I don't I don't know how reliable Skype is either. So it might limit to a couple people each movie, but uh, Holly, I want to ask you, you recall episode, you know, seven from 2015. I mean, uh-huh. you were probably just getting out of high school at that point, but I, I, I feel like you recall the movie, uh, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what? It, it does it deserve a higher, you know, you know, finale ranking than seven?
1: Um, I, don't, I, I don't know. Maybe Holly has no opinion. I have no opinion about this one. Actually, I guess. Okay,
0: that's fair. Hey, I'll give my opinion here, and then I, I want, I want to go to. Uh, go to rob here and ask him but to me the lightsaber fight was the most real lightsaber fight i think i'd ever seen in star wars i thought it was messy and i liked that you're you're dealing with a couple juveniles here that i mean as far as we know kylo ren here has never probably fought anyone with a lightsaber And everyone says, he's so powerful. He's been training. It's like, how long with a lightsaber and against who? Because we didn't see Snoke have a lightsaber. I mean, was he fighting Praetorian? Like, I don't know. But I love that it was just real. I love that I believed that moment was actually shot in a forest and was actually all a made-up set. I thought that was insane. And you can't also forget about the death of Han Solo. I mean, his son murdering him in cold blood. I never ever. Yeah. I mean, we knew Harrison Ford wanted to get out of things, but I personally was so shocked by that. It was held in such secrecy in production, uh, Rob. I mean, yeah, it was a great finale. It,
5: in that, and that was that was one of those finales you needed because you got Finn with it. With if you go back, of course, we all know the nostalgia that you, a lot of people didn't know if Finn was the Jedi, yeah. or if she was, but the that's the finale you want. You want the actual hits getting in. You want her showing that she is powerful, even though untrained. And then at the same time you get where Kylo is still weak, where he's still like he yeah. needs more time. But was that his ultimate plan? Did, was this all? Cause we want to talk about Palpatine always doing his thing. Yeah. But like when I brought it up last time at the book council, That when he killed his father, he talked about he knows what he has to do. Yeah. And maybe he knew what he had to do to make the shape Because once he got Ray close to Snoke, he was able to make that final blow to Snoke to take over. And I think that's what kind of is that Vader-esque moment in him. Yeah. So when I go back to Seven... That's what starts it all. That's that's when you get the million Falcon. That's when you get Han Solo and Chu. That's when you get all the characters back together. Yeah. And you get the final end. You get Luke. So if you go off the end, if you don't think handing the lightsaber out was epic to you, if you don't think that all that at the end was epic to you, this is where it falls. But as I said, in my movie rankings, seven is where seven is.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I think it's, it, it might be a fair ranking. I could even see myself putting it a little higher. Um, but for the sake of not having a six hour podcast, we're going to move along. And I know this is one that I want to hear from, from Luke, Skywalker. <laughs> that was intentional. Uh, the elder one, uh, <laughs> it's so funny that Rob said this, Holly, that, that, and eventually they're just going to start going with the, with the actual, uh, episodic numbers here, but we've got episode six coming in at number six, Luke, I, I the the article itself says that it actually may not have been the best executed um, finale, which I don't know if I agree with. I thought it was beautiful. Um, but how about you, my friend? Is it higher than a number six?
3: Yeah, I think it has to be uh, given uh, Vader's turn. yeah, you know, the redemption of Anakin Skywalker may be the single biggest moment. Um, next to his fall in all of all of Star Wars, like Anakin is what defines Star Wars, yeah. really. Uh, so, yeah, to me, uh, it, it's got to be higher than six. Uh, that the final um, everything that takes place, like on the Death Star in the throne room in Return of the Jedi, is is powerful to me. Yeah, uh, you know Luke's rejection of of Palpatine's temptation, uh, his willingness to stop fighting and die if that's all that is left to him to yeah. not fall to the dark side, and then Vader's decision to intervene and stop that from happening. Uh, it it may very well be n- number one if I had to to sit down and, and really
0: come on calculate
3: it all out. Come you on. Know? <laughs> So yeah, six seems really strange to me. I, okay, if you throw in like the space battle, which I love, but it's you know just another yeah. space battle, uh, or you know the stuff on Endor with Ewoks, fun yeah. stuff, some goofy stuff in there. Yeah, well, uh, that's all wanna... cool. But like the heart of it is Anakin, Luke, and Palpatine there. Absolutely. And and so I, it's got to be one or two probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you want to hear what the author of the article said held the movie back it was um they said the entire throne room scene is excellent but what holds the climax of the movie back is everything else
2: that's <laughs> from, insane
1: from the stuff on endor to the existence of a second death star the elements aren't bad but they hold the film back
0: here's why i disagree with that so much because to yeah it's silly there's teddy bears fighting the empire here but then you have this epic scene going on in the stars with, with, you know, the Emperor himself, father and son in that moment. And to me, they don't feel like they're that different. Like, it, it they are different, but it blends so well because you get a little bit of silliness with such a serious moment. I mean, Rogue One was also dealing with some very serious things. They also had some fun moments there on the ground. Uh, maybe a little more serious, I guess, with everyone dying. But I, I just... I'm with Luke. Like, that... Uh, re, Luke's rejection of hate and trusting that his father is actually going to save him, and also reject that hate, yes. is insane. It, when, when when were we seeing this in in movie making uh, up until this point? I, I I can't I can't recall. It was just beautiful, and and I don't give a crap if 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 him throwing you know the emperor off looks silly. It's just the moment itself, and that's when I take myself out of actually like. What it is that I'm witnessing, it could be the crappiest graphics of all time, and I'm getting a feeling of, yeah. oh, my God, that's what takes over the moment. It's not the Ewoks. It's not any of that. It's not the silliness, because that's 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 what that's the fun part of episode six. But it's just, mm-hmm. I, you're right. It's a one or two, in my opinion, Luke, and, and that's mm-hmm. why I went to you on that one, because I knew that would be a little controversial, and it was. It was, Holly. Mm-hmm. Um a higher rank. where we're, 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 we're in number five here guys. And uh, you know, we're outside of episodic uh, uh, rankings here at this point. Uh, I know this is a, a, a favorite of, of Jory. So I'm going to come to him rogue one coming at number five. Uh, it's an epic scene. Even just the last few minutes with Vader owning, you know, rebels. It's what we've wanted to see for years. It's what we've been getting in comic mm-hmm. books. Now we see actually why those rebels were so fearful when the opening of episode four or at star Wars, as, as it originally was, we see why those guys were fearing for their lives. This is what happened. So, so explain to me, brother, is it higher? Should it be lower?
4: I have it exactly at number five. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, and so then we start getting into that sticky spot again of what's the climax, because that's almost yeah. epilogue again, yeah. you know, with Vader, you're right, you know, but, um, but, yeah. I definitely think that what they did, especially just in one movie, in one story, and how they made you feel, I and mean, and if anybody watched the trivia trials, they r- realized that I didn't get to watch uh, the end of the movie <laughs> as much as I wanted to, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I I think that what they did, and, and how they built that up, um, to almost just still make you guess, you know, like, y- In the back of your mind you almost know that nobody can survive because you don't hear about them you know in in the uh original trilogy but uh you you're still like you know just like how is this gonna go you know and 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 they have you on the edge of your seat the entire time um i you know like i said i i had this at five as well um and going back to the last one i had that at at number two as well. let's go let's go yeah jory's feeling it as well there's something
0: great about this movie with characters that we never see again. This is the first time we've seen them and then we never see them again. The whole last third, we, everyone knows that's you know the huge epic battles and everyone dies. It's amazing that to me, that entire you know 33% of the end of the film is the finale because you care about Chirrut. You care about Baze. You care about Diego Luna, uh, Cassian Andor. Um, mm-hmm. You care about Jen. And in one movie, In
1: in, in 50 minutes,
0: we cared about these characters so much that it was impactful. K2SO.
6: Bald. Mm -hmm.
0: Bald. I
1: I think this might be shocking to you guys because I know that historically No shockers here. I am not a fan of Rogue One, but the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. And I actually would put this higher than five on my list.
0: This is what I love. Opinions changing, people evolving. It's fantastic. I'd probably
1: put it at like number three because I just think that the whole end was really fantastic. Like I mean, like we've all said, the last third of the movie and Mm. I don't know. I know in the beginning I was like, I can't do Rogue One, yeah. but now Michael's made me watch it like seven times. Let's go, mm-hmm. and I really have <laughs> embraced it and. I just think like this article claims that there's no character development so there's no emotional connection to any of the characters it's and i highly disagree <laughs> i think part of the reason why i didn't like the movie in the first place was because everyone did die at the end yeah and i was like i literally came out of i saw mm-hmm. this movie in the theaters yes. and i came out of the theaters feeling very yeah. depressed and got defeated. out of ninth
0: period and went straight to no okay even
1: though I understand, like, when you're going into the epilogue and you see Princess Leia at the end and there is supposed to be that feeling of hope. I didn't walk away from yeah. this movie feeling that way. Um, but I just think that the bravery that all of the characters show throughout this whole thing, I don't know, its just phenomenal.
0: No, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It was a game-changing film, and the fact that we got such an amazing anthology film and we were expecting more, and it doesn't feel like we're getting that anymore. You know, it doesn't feel like we're getting these kinds of stories anymore. We're reverting back to familiarity. We're reverting back to Obi Wan. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. But this was a familiar story that none of us ever expected we were going to be getting. It was such an impactful, impactful moment. And I, 30 minutes of it's a finale to me because I freaking love the movie. And I love that everyone's Star Wars stories are ever evolving. You know what I'm saying? Like when Holly and I first started talking about Star Wars, hated Rogue One, hated it. And like you said, after seven viewings and some conversation, Holly, it's coming around to be one of your faves. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's happening with all of us. When we look at – just looking at this this, this list of of movies and rankings – this is a totally different perspective. I've never looked at the movies like this. I've just been like, what's my favorite of all? But it's like, now we're looking at like big time moments and it, it may not be your favorite movie, but wow, holy cow, when Darth Vader laid down all these rebels, that was sick. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care about any of the characters. They were not developed, but holy cow, that was amazing. So it's, it's fascinating that our stories are ever evolving. And, and, and with that, we're going into number four, going to the prequels man himself, Rob. Number four is episode one, the 1999 cinematic classic, The Phantom Menace.
1: <laughs> Big sigh.
5: I mean, it's, this this could be a lot higher. You definitely could, because you know, going where they put six and five at, you you get that. What we were just talking about is you get everybody dies, Vader's crazy, and you get a little hope. Yeah, and that's not the way you want a movie to end. When you talk <laughs> about a way of movie, you want great fighting in space yeah. without Anakin going, Oh I got it. you know, whatever. And then <laughs> you get the dual battle between Darth Maul yeah. and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And I know all of you remember watching. I mean, I remember this is day one for me. So when I saw that fight start, when he put out the double lightsaber, my heart dropped. <laughs> like, Hey, how can you do that? And you're like you're taking two on one. Yeah. And we know we know that's how that they do stuff. But then you think more. It's like it's like putting up two monks against like Jet Li. Yeah. It's it's why is there always two Jedi against one evil Sith? And that's what the final battle is about. Is is about how two can become over one? But Qui Gon was way too gassed because of his age, and I think. When I go back to Obi-Wan and when I talk about Obi-Wan, it's always about his duty. He's always about the way he does it. So when he comes out of that final thing and does that jump double swing at Maul, I almost freaking lose it every time because it's like the best thing ever. And I think if you're going to think of that, you can put it in for yeah. But then you get that and you get the burning of the body and if you read Messer and Apprentice and you get the whole thing up to that, yeah. I think it puts this movie higher, but a lot of people won't read, so I guess that's where it falls.
0: And that's 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 fair. And a a, a soft spoken Qui-Gon, a mysterious figure falls at the end and you're right. It ends in death, it ends in a, a, we're literally burning a Jedi Holly, you know, a, a sacrifice he made. Uh well, yeah. All the ultimate sacrifice there. <laughs> ultimate. And, and we're, we're, we're honoring him and then little, then, you know, almost, maybe that's the epilogue, like Luke said, but a little annoying Annie saying, you know, what will happen to me now? It's like, why God's burning? Okay. Why are we focused on that? I, I that moment, you know, I, I it kind of took me out of things, but it's, it's, it's an important message there. And, and, and I, I love in the dual fates, like Dave Filoni's recent kind of description of things. It, it, it makes it even bigger than just a lightsaber battle. It makes it bigger than, than, than what we all kind of, you know, we all knew it was bigger than that, but he put it in such a way that just spoke to all of us and made this so such a, a much more impactful moment. But, 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 I mean, it was. It was things we'd never seen. You'd never seen Jedi interact with like this with a, with a laser sword. You just never have seen that. I mean, Luke and Vader was pretty epic, but you never seen anything like this. I mean this is all choreographed and beautiful You never see a double lightsaber like these are things we never ever thought we would you know we we would be getting we never thought we'd be getting pod racing i wouldn't say that's you know <laughs> i would not say that's the climax of the film
1: <laughs> well michael we know you love pod racing because... i'm actually pretty pretty
0: decent at it holly pretty decent at it he you only crashed my ass. a few times only a few times but you know We'll talk about that another time, but I'm going to practice tonight. So so episode four in there. Uh, Luke, you have anything to say about
3: uh, – not episode four. Episode
0: epi- one. Episode one there at the four episode. spot?
3: I would probably bump it back to five. Okay. But I uh, agree with a lot of what Rob said. The duel of the fates is, uh, is epic, what it what it sets in motion for the for of Anakin's life to follow, like Filoni so beautifully laid out in the uh, Star Wars galaxy Mm. our um gallery on on the Mandalorian yeah. behind the scenes. You know, it's it's all there. Ah. Uh and again, with all these split screens, you know, climaxes of multiple things going on in multiple scenes, multiple battles. Yeah. You kind of have to pick and choose which are the most powerful moments. Mm-hmm. And just like Return of the Jedi, there's weird goofy stuff going on with Jar Jar right. taking on the droids, which I enjoy in its own way. Uh, you know, juxtaposed against the seriousness of of Maul, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan um, duking it out,
2: mm. uh,
3: but you can easily say that the scales are weighted heavily towards the more serious moments in terms of what the climax really means.
6: Absolutely,
0: uh,
3: I would only bump it outside of the top four because I solidly okay. have, I think, the original trilogy mm-hmm. plus Revenge of the Sith uh, in my top four, and I might mix and match them in different orders depending on the day. I feel pretty comfortable with that in terms of climaxes, so that's why it just kind of gets bumped out of the top 4.
0: That's that's totally fair. Yeah. I mean, I think it's yeah, it could it's a, it could be it could be lower, but I mean, the stakes are high. The council has <laughs> granted me permission to train you. Like that's a game changer. Like Dave Floney said, if Qui-Gon trains him, do we get a different Anakin? Who knows? It's crazy. It's crazy. Boy, oh boy, we're in the top three, and if you're still listening, folks, we're ranking the top 12 Star Wars movies and their finales. Number three, the original, A New Hope. Jory, I'm coming to you for this one. Is that proper, man? Should it be higher?
4: I I have it at uh, number six for Ooh. me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> still love it. You know, obviously, it's all great. Um, I think that <clears throat> once we start getting into uh, you know the, the other climaxes that that top it for me um, it was a little bit slower yeah. um, as far as you know how everything kind of played out um, obviously lightsaber duels back in the day were yeah. not at, you know what they are now and, and what they are with the prequels and things like that and um, uh, And actually, what probably makes it higher um, in even just in my own list is just, you know, the story behind it. Um, You know, Luke having the one shot and, you know, taking out the Death Star and and all that. Um, But uh, but yeah, I have it. I have at number six.
0: Yeah. And I think the article alludes to, you know, the 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 trench run and these memorable moments that will live in our minds forever. And so I, I, yeah. I agree. And that's one of those others. It's like, is the Obi-Wan Vader confrontation, the, like the climax? Like it's an amazing this moment. Is, he man. makes the ultimate sacrifice. But like, is, is it the trench run? And they're on the Death Star and blowing it up. It's, I don't know. It's, 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 it's there's so many great moments in it. Um, so we're moving mm-hmm. out of the top three with one of my favorites, A New Hope. And here's where it's going to get controversial, guys. I think some of, some folks are gonna have some issues with this. Coming in at number two. And I'm gonna go to Luke on this one and we're gonna get some other discussion because we're in the top two here. Luke, when we ranked these films, you had episode three up there. I can't was it number two for you?
3: Number two. And yeah. my
0: friend Screen Rant puts the, the climax at number two as well. How do you feel?
3: Solid. Yeah, I think I'd have to put yeah, it at number two in both lists uh pretty comfortably and i I want to throw one more episode four thing in real quick i was thinking about rob being on the council tonight like rob's energy uh like to me like the defining star wars moment that fits rob the best from what i know of rob in my experience is uh han coming in uh to save the trench run yeah all right, kid, you're clear. Yeah. Now let's blow this thing and Blow this home thing like, come home. That's me, like, Rob right yeah. there. It's the <laughs> ultimate phrasing
0: in Star Wars. <laughs> he
5: said, come in and shoot it. the plane. <laughs> Take it, There again. he goes. <laughs> it is. But,
3: uh, it is. As far as Revenge of the Sith goes, no, that's like, like I was saying earlier about Return of the Jedi, like, I could easily do Revenge of the Sith two in return of the jedi one for climaxes because they're the bookends yeah kind of anakin's fall and anakin's redemption which which is kind of the heart of this of the skywalker saga uh, as far as i am concerned yeah so uh i love revenge of the sith uh my i often say my favorite hour of star wars is the the final hour yeah of revenge of the sith Uh, yeah so yeah um solid solid number two can't argue with that
0: you really can't if, if it's not in your top three which i would probably put it a three but like yeah. as as much criticism as the prequels get for whatever it is the acting you know green screens whatever it was i mean the story itself is great but man did they bring it It's almost as if 90% of their energy was for that last hour of this film. You know, the choreography was beautiful, but, I mean, this is the Obi-Wan I want to see more of. I want to see a darker Obi-Wan in his series, but you were the chosen one you were my brother like that's those are the moments that stick out that are just that's a climax and this, emotional. Is, this yeah. is the fault of the dark side this is yeah. you know there's obi-wan the last the last hope for the galaxy in this moment with the light shining and fading and you're like oh shit's getting real <laughs> and i i mean it's it's a great it's such a great moment and, and whatever criticisms you want to give of the prequels that movie's up there and, and it's it's I think two is warranted, Holly. Am I wrong?
1: I, I, Yeah, I guess two's good. You
0: were a big fan of Hayden Christensen's feathered hair there, oh I believe. Oh, my God.
1: Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I just can't.
0: There's a lot of hate there that we're going to have to get to in another episode. On Holly can talk about why she hates <laughs> Hayden Christensen. It's not for any of his acting.
1: Hate is a strong strong words.
0: You're upset with him, and Hayden, if you're listening, you can make this right. You can call in into Flying mm-hmm. Casual, and make this right with Holly. You can make this right. I encourage you. That's right. To do so, our number's
1: scrolling on this screen somewhere.
0: That's right, uh, uh, Rob. I want to get. I want to get your episode. Did we talk to you about episode three at all?
5: Not, not yet. I know Jory's hot as shit right now. Like <laughs> he's down there. He's, he's fuming, man. He he wants it all. Um, so all I'm going to say is again. This is why Obi Wan is my favorite movie character. Yeah. Because again, it's about his duty. When he comes out and he says, he said, only Siths speak in absolution. Did I say that right?
0: Sith dealing absolutes. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. And he just goes, then I must do my duty. That is Obi Wan. That's yeah. all. I can't say anything more than Luke, but I know he is freaking jacked up, but that's the only thing I want to say is that moment right there is one of the moments why he's my number. He was my number one when I said movie Jedi, because yeah, it's only one.
0: It's, it's amazing. You're right. It's, it's, he even says it's, uh, I'll do my duty and that duty. And, and his dedication to the council is almost the reason for, for Anakin's fall. And, you know, he, though he must stick with that duty to defeat him, what he's allowed him to become. And it's it's more failure than just Obi-Wan's, but he's a big part of it. Jory, we love it. We love episode three. I think you might have it up at one, but I might be wrong.
4: I do. I do. I have it at number know one. Know this, kid. I do. And uh, it's and I'm not going to go into my explanation because I think Luke gave the perfect ex- explanation for it. Um but yeah, it's it's number one for me. Let's and, go. Uh, the lightsaber battle—it's it's just there is to me there is nothing better in Star Wars than that final battle between um, Hayden or I mean yeah sorry uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. Absolutely. And you know what's
0: great? It, them being on Mustafar. I know it like they probably you know it looked cool and in the moment you know. It's, it's just all for effect. The lava, the fighting, all that's going on, the explosions. Like, that'd be cool if we were fighting on a lava planet. But what I love that they're doing with it, you know, in the, in the new canon stuff is like, you know what? Vader's going to go back to that place where he lost. The Emperor's going to send him there. And he's going to learn from what he has he, been through. And he's going to grow more powerful there at the place that he lost. And he's going to build a castle. It's just, I, lo- I, I love, it. and that's what I'm talking about. Give other perspectives into Star Wars Mm because what was just a cool background in an epic scene turned into it actually meant something and we're going to see it in in the future and and it has more relevance than just, you know, uh, just a cool, cool background for an epic fight scene so that I I, it's fantastic what Disney is continuing to do with these stories. I, I find it fascinating. Guys, maybe this, to no one's surprise, coming at number one is, is The Empire Strikes Back, a, a fan favorite when you're ranking the films, but also one of the most epic conclusions in film ever. Yeah. I'm your father. Every, people who have never seen Star Wars, Holly, know that
1: line.
0: 100%. 100%. It's actually unfortunate that everyone knows it because when you try to show someone Star Wars for the first time, They know that line already. Mm -hmm. It's already spoiled for them. It's not a surprise. And it's unfortunate. But that's what happens Mm -hmm. with such a memorable film and such a memorable ending and a great story. Yeah. It tends to get out there. Phrasing. Phrasing. Luke, we're shanked on this one, I feel like. I I mean, what an epic moment. I don't even think half of the actors on set knew this was coming.
3: Phrasing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> were good Keeping it a secret, the, the story goes that uh, the lines of dialogue that were actually spoken on set was, uh, um, you told me Obi-Wan, or you told me that, uh, Obi-Wan told me Vader killed my father. Mm. Or, I'm totally butchering this damn thing. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> late. You had a get couple of line in Google. It happens. <laughs> yeah. He said, the Obi-Wan told me you killed him. And he goes, no, uh, Obi-Wan killed your father was the line spoken Ooh. on set so that even even people on, on set wouldn't know except for uh, Mark Hamill was told what the real line was. And then obviously when uh, James Earl Jones was re-recording the lines, he he said the real line of, no, Luke, I am your father rather than I, uh, Obi-Wan killed your father. Um, to me, I would put it at number three because, again, I have the – The bookend of Anakin's story of uh, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith as one and two, and maybe flip and flop them from day to day, so then it kind of slots in behind three. From a pop culture standpoint, uh, it is like the biggest moment in in movie history. You could argue, yeah. Uh, So I can see how, like, from a, a wide audience perspective, put it at number one. Yeah. From a sweatier Star Wars flying casual level sweaty you know that's why i dropped it back a little bit and uh like like you were saying michael i I am like torn about the experience that my children might have with star wars because i feel almost bad that part of it's spoiled like uh my friend got me this really cool book for father's day where it's these comics of uh, vader and a, like a baby luke interacting in these really oh, funny ways no. and there's uh
0: <laughs> <Burn it. laughs> there's lines
3: from the movies that are put in these little comic strip type things uh in really funny ways of like a father-son relationship uh yes. and it's like i'm showing it to my son and like for him to get what's going on like i got to say yeah. like oh vader's luke's dad I'm like, gosh, I just kind of yeah. like lay Spoiled that it out there. Yeah. And now, like, he, he's just going to grow up in the culture um, experiencing that. But I guess I shouldn't despair too much because being somebody called Luke as a young kid, <laughs> I had people saying to me oh, on a day-to-day no. basis, luke are your father before i had ever seen star wars so uh oh. it didn't stop me from being obsessed with it and loving it having that little bit of it spoiled. so i i shouldn't despair too much about that i guess
0: it's it, oh, oh no uh jory said he might not be able to make it for the conclusion that's okay we'll get his thoughts at some point it's it, you're right. I, I, I personally love their, their fight too, there on Best Bespin. I, I love the way it's filmed and, and, and just the look and feel to it. And but I mean, mm-hmm. you can't, it's unfortunate too, because if you're trying to show someone Star Wars now, I, I mean, for the first time, you even question where do I start? you know if i start with the prequels in a chronological order well at the end of three you're gonna get spoiled with it that you know yes. well i guess you, well you know anakin becomes darth vader there as well and then also that luke is his son
1: um i could tell you yep. for me that that this moment in the empire strikes back was very anticlimactic for me really because it had been spoiled had been for spoiled, me already see? so like. If you know it's coming, it's kind of like, eh, okay, yeah. cool. So I kind of feel like that does interfere with your ability to, like, or that would be why maybe, like, I wouldn't rank this number yeah. one. But exactly like Lou said, I mean, pop culture, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a huge deal, but personally,
6: eh.
0: yeah. Well, I know I was, um, it- Sweating tooth and nails when Luke's going down that tube and he's hanging off. I get, I still to this day, when he's hanging off of that antenna or whatever, my fingers are sweating. I'm like, oh my God. Like, maybe that's my favorite heights. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, it also, that ending kind of left, you know, Star Wars in a dark place. You're like, okay, what the hell are they going to do now? But. I don't know, for me it's it's one of my it's one of my tops, but you know, the more we talk about it like Luke said, I mean, episode 6, come on. Like it doesn't get a, any better than that conclusion. I mean, that's yeah. that's Star Wars right there. It's family, and this is family too. It's it makes it complicated and how much more complicated would it have been if he had actually said Obi-Wan killed your father? Well, then Obi-Wan's a completely different character.
1: Thank God it wasn't true. Or he's
0: just lying to him. Who knows? I, I don't know whether the, the Anakin and, and, and company are known for that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rob, I, I mean, episode 5 there at the number one spot. How do you feel?
5: It's, it's you know, sometimes I think that people fall into what's been spoken the last 30 minutes, into pulp culture. Yeah. And I think that sometimes with that climatic ending and you know the whole reveal that no i am your father or whatever you want to call it at this point it just overshadows the lightsaber battles that we all wanted the actual pain when obi-wan was like you're my brother yeah like yeah that 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 that's yeah. that, that right there like you can just look at it and be like oh i'm your father like people go find their fathers and, you know, all the time. And I don't mean to like compare it to that, but it's like, it's not as compelling as if like somebody all your life turned on you. Yeah. It's more dramatic. It's more hurtful to you. It's there's more everything. There's hurt, anguish, sadness. There's so much more. And I think that being turned down and finding out that you were lied to all your life is 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 it's hurt but i think that somebody you had so many battles with you and going through the clone wars the books and everything like that that he turned on you and there was no way to actually change that
6: yeah
5: and that that to me that ending is why that should be number one because when you want a great book You want to leave that book, like, I don't mean to bring this up, but, like, Infinite War. It's why Infinite War was better than Endgame is because when you see Spider-Man disappear, you cry. (laughs) You cry. Yeah. you're, You're absolutely right. It's that's that's what I gotta say it's just too traumatic man it's great
0: you're right and I like I, I think we all agree you could move these into that spot you could move three to one you could move five to two like you could do that and it it, it makes sense wherever you put it jory I, I know mm. you had three at your one but we've got five here at the one spot. Um, if any of that makes sense, I don't know. I'm just spitting out stuff now <laughs> numbers. numbers and stuff, but uh, there, there's, you know, there's a lot of merit there. I know it's high for you. We were talking about that, that, the, the the experience for, for newcomers to star Wars and how this epic moment that is a part of pop culture. Now it almost spoils that for people to newcomers to star Wars. And it's kind of unfortunate because it's a really epic moment in this story. And that's why I think a lot of people put it here at number one, at least that moment. So, What about it to you is at least maybe in that
4: top five spot? Yeah, it is. It's number three for me. Um, And uh, I think uh, pretty much just everything that Luke said, I got to hear Luke, you know, what he was saying about it. Pretty much he hit everything on the head with what he was saying. Um, Just the the cinematic reveal, um, you know, and what it did for pop culture, Um, in general and and i get why you know they have it at number one that makes sense um just for me you know it it came in at number three and i think that you know as we rank these you know and even if we do this in the group and kind of see what everybody says um we're going to see everybody's list is different you know in in their personal preference and um but the you know there's going to be some pretty good staples and i think that most everybody will have this in their top three you know top three top four and uh you know i think in that it is rightfully so um you know just everything to do with the climax uh really hits home with pretty much anybody you know whether you want action whether you want that feel you know it, it hits home on all bases
0: yeah, and it's 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 you're seeing also those stories of family and the heartbreak with family and the complexities of family are kind of at the, the 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 top five there, Holly. I think those are those more intricate stories, and, and I mean also epic lightsaber scenes, but the ones that tear at your heartstrings about family and and, and brotherhood and, and and all that good stuff are, are there because they're just that impactful, and that's why they're a great climax. And you're absolutely right, Jory. I cannot wait for the rest of the Casual Fam to hear this. So. Uh, You know, Brent's going to get a ranking going. He's going to get a ranking going, and I can't wait for that. And it's just, you know, this, Holly, it's been a long conversation. We've been recording for a while now, but this is the kind of conversation that friends have about Star Wars. Just when I think this Screen Rant article could be a little silly, and, you know, I'm sure people do this all the time. This is what friends do when they talk about Star Wars. It's yeah. absolutely what friends do, and that's exactly what we're doing here. Um, I'm glad we didn't go to Kyle Ren for, for any commentary, because he would have just said that episode, oh, God. I don't even know what episode he would put as the top one. Probably.
1: Seven. 100%. Are you seven. sure
0: when he kills seven. his father? I thought maybe when Vader, you know. I don't know, Rex, everyone in Rogue One. I thought he would idolize that one. But I think it's
1: about Kylo Ren for Kylo just Ren. Just
0: all Kylo Ren, that's fair. Well, now he's redeemed. It's, he's it's all somebody. about Kylo Ren. <laughs> Luckily, he's been There's redeemed. There's no other way. <laughs> But Holly, this this is what we do, you know. You give us a topic, we'll talk about it for two hours. I mean, and we'll, we just happen to record it.
1: Yeah, we'll dissect it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, guys. This has been one of the most fun casual councils that I think we ever could have done. I wasn't expecting to talk about this stuff, but uh, um, it, Rob, did you have any final words there? Did you need to have something you want to say? <laughs>
5: My top two are always anything that I fight in. So it's going to be Rise of the Skywalker. But number one is always going to be The Last Jedi because I tear up the Pertorian Guard. Well, that's true.
0: He he, 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 he did do that. That's very true. Um, but, guys, this is, is, is a long one. I hope you stuck through it. And we're going to get the entire Casual Fam's rankings on the Facebook group. I know we will. So if you haven't joined that group and you're maybe this is the first episode they're listening to, Holly. I don't know. I don't know know where people start a podcast. Do you go to number one? Do you go to 36? I have no idea because I don't actually listen to a ton of podcasts.
1: Do you listen to this one? Uh, Every Monday morning. Every
0: Monday morning. (laughs) You better listen to it. Um, Only for quality control purposes, Holly. But, uh, guys, if you have... Unless you're part of it. Unless you're
5: part of it. Unless unless you're part of it, it, then you have to be... That's you're true. Part of the feature on, Oh yeah.
0: That's go. And, and these guys get a little extra behind the scenes access that I'll have to I'll just say that. So if you're interested go check that out. Check out our tiers. But make sure you get a part of you know, join that Facebook group because that's where it's at. This I mean, Holly just a meme about, you know, changing one word in uh, in, a, in, a, in a in a in a quote in Star Wars and putting sausage in it. I mean, had a 200 <laughs> comment thread. It was yeah, insanity. that. was wild. It and was
1: next time next time we podcast, I'll read some of my favorites of that because I have some <laughs>
0: Stay tuned for some highlights on the sausage party that was the Facebook group the other day there but um, guys that was a long one that's what she said but I hope you all enjoyed that conversation we're always going to be ranking Star Wars whether it's the lightsaber battles whether it's the movies themselves or it's the finales we're going to get different perspectives and an and ever and ever evolving perspective holly and, and i think even in this conversation here it was fluid some people making changes you know as we're discussing things i do it every day with star wars you know one day episode five's there and number one and the next day it's episode three you never know what you're like gonna luke get like luke
1: said it just depends on your mood that day it absolutely
0: yes. does it absolutely does uh guys i hope you enjoyed this um a little special casual counsel for you episode six here on the casual council we'll get our patron members back for our next casual council session for number seven we'll get them out of the outer rim get them participating on the council um so i hope you guys enjoy this and we'll see you next time